following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the new Hallmark of Greatness, the show that leads you through the world of Hallmark and made-for-TV movies. I'm Joe, and with me as always, he's not only the owner and CEO of Liquor Donuts, he's their number one customer. It's James. Still don't, I still think he's a pun. I don't really know what the import of that is. I think it's... Ah, oh, go with it. And he's barred from his local pets at home after trying to remake the romance scene from Wolf Cops in his own time. It's Planty! Who's the Wolf Cop that can't be stopped? <laughs> Jesus. If you would like to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Greatness gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Great, all one word. Uh, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness. You're right. Hmm. Yeah. Very tired. I've been. I Very found cold. a thing. Yeah, I found a thing uh, from the council that monitors the river near my house in real time. So I've just been watching that all day. It's quite exciting. <laughs> it's nearly two and a half meters up now. Hey, oh. how about that? <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, that's what you said in court. I hope it doesn't wash <laughs> the cone away that's been there for a long time up the bank. <laughs> like, because that's the measure of when you know it's bad. If the cone moves. No. Is, it, is it Kone 2012? See, I was going to do that, but I don't think anyone will remember it. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, was, yeah. what was that? Was it child soldiers? Or was yes. it some man that had stolen yeah. some people? I it don't know child, what that was. Well, it was child abduction and then turning them into soldiers. But then the guy who did the video went to um san no san francisco and was like running around in the nude wanking yeah it got massively problematic didn't it it's yeah, a crazy he, town he had a, he that had was, a it was a crazy time <laughs> i mean 2012 main although, disasters and all sorts it's, it's a difficult town to run up around up and down in though and it's all hills, it's hills isn't it yeah mm. you, you're running running up the hill from the cops you want to be running down the hill from the cops but eventually you end up in the, the follow-up to the kate bush hit running <laughs> up that hill <laughs> Running down that hill away from the cops while running. wanking in the nude. <laughs> and then ultimately, problems. In, ultimately in Alcatraz, and that's the last place you want to be. Well, yeah. It's the, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Means pelican. Is it? Yeah. P- pissing in the uh, ocular cavity. Oh. That's, that's a very different film. Anyway. Better film. Um, better film. Anyway, I yeah. don't know. I quite like this, but... um. As we shall find out. Now we've got to do, as it is, nearly Thanksgiving. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think we may have mistimed this, but I don't care. Um, this week's film... 2013's The Thanksgiving House. Or, as my auto correct as, The Thanksgiving House. <laughs> Goiven. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving here. <laughs> Uh, which is a different film entirely. Um, James, let us fire up the machine. Wow, that's the smell of putting machinery in the oven at 200 degrees. That's the premium event machinator of logic. Uh, I put in the Thanksgiving house, and it said that it was about a quirky time-traveling inventor played by non-union Jennifer Aniston. I feel like it's always her. Um, who creates always a ma- time-traveling as well. <laughs> who creates a magical house that can transport people to various moments in 20th century history. When the house malfunctions during a Thanksgiving gathering, it whisks the inventor 
and her family back to the era of the pilgrims. As they navigate the challenges of early colonial life, they befriend a wise turkey with the voice of Morgan Freeman and join forces with historical figures like Thomas Jefferson. Together, they embark on an adventure to fix the time-travelling house before it's too late, all while learning valuable lessons about family, friendship, and the true spirit of Thanksgiving. I mean, if if we don't do it, Pixar will. It, like, is it not the that's the synopsis of that film about the turkeys called Freebirds, where one of them, yeah, one of the, the the turkeys that go back in time to save the very first turkey from being eaten. And is Morgan Freeman sure in that, that synopsis? No, uh, Woody Harrelson is. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, possibly one of the Wilsons. I'm sorry, what? There's a film where turkeys go back in time to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. Not Say seen that it. like everyone knows that. I mean, what, name me another Thanksgiving movie. Um, playing Strains and Automobiles. <laughs> the Thanksgiving House. Yes, uh, which isn't even <laughs> called The Thanksgiving House when the film Bastarding starts, is it? No. Um, the actual synopsis, I will say that is a good idea for a film, though. Although you did say 20th century and the first, as we found out, the first um, Thanksgiving. Well, malfunctions. Oh, I see. It goes beyond the time limit. Like yeah, because Sam- it was an inventor who created a magical house. It doesn't make sense. Uh, no, it's, it's like, like when like when Sam Beckett in Quantum Leap goes beyond his own timeline. That one time. Yeah, but that's science, isn't it? This is just magic. I mean... Beyond anyway, your can, isn't it? You know? Anyway, the actual synopsis for this film, when a Boston lawyer, Boston, sounds very similar to New York, um, (laughs) inherits a house in Plymouth, uh, that's Plymouth, uh, Argyle, she has no idea she may have inherited a historical treasure. Her initial desire to sell the house, uh, well, her initial desire is to sell the house, but she discovers that her house may be located on the site of the very first Thanksgiving. That's you not true. I'm thinking, None of that is true. Which is well, what I'm thinking is ghosts. But no, we've moved on from spooky season. Ah, uh, that'd be good though, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's about the fact that the, the, the machine was like, historical figures like Thomas Jefferson. And then that's just... <laughs> yeah, it only gives you one. Just one. Um, let's, let's get into this. My first problem, this was on, this is on YouTube under the title of the Thanksgiving House. But when it starts, the opening credits are the cityscape and some fountains and that. And then it is called, what's it called? Inter, interloping Passion or whatever. <laughs> Legally tender. Legally this, this tender. Legal which is, tender. Which is my grinder name. Um, <laughs> I thought it was. I was pretty certain I'd watched the wrong film because my mine was called Thanksgiving Escrow. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take me long before I wrote down that. So. <laughs> can't eat escrow for Chris for Thanksgiving. It's turkey or nothing. <laughs> it's turkey or grits, but we'll uh, come to that. Or steak, apparently. Oh, um, Yeah, and we're introduced to our uh, female protagonist of this film, Mary. Worst Christmas. opening sequence to introducing a main character, because she's just a bully. Bullying yeah. people about fibromyalgia. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I wondered what he'd got, as he got piles I'd written, and then... Yeah, so she's interviewing this dude. She's a lawyer. He's got some unspecified illness. Her, his, his lawyer shouts, Objection! Like, You're not <laughs> in the court! He's just in a law office. Yeah, brilliant. Maybe Love he that. was playing uh, Phoenix Wright on his DS, and he was just like... <laughs> There's a poppadom in the background. There's all sorts of things going on. It's either that or a gong. I couldn't quite make it out. Oh, I haven't got my gong noise anymore. (laughs) She uh, 
yeah, she says that, well, what's this picture of you then? You know, you've got all this unspecified illness, but here you are running along joyfully with a walking stick in hand. See, I thought he'd fallen running for the bus and was trying to sue the city for bus discrimination. I, I assume he's being sued by a Department of Work and Pensions? Yeah, yeah that's, that's possibly. That's Which is good, because if he's claiming benefits he's not entitled to by running about going bowling and that, then yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not the real criminal here, though, is he? It's the government, no, no, let's be honest. No, yeah. But I genuinely thought, what am I watching here? I you I'm... were watching, Joe, single female lawyer. That's what you were watching. <laughs> Listen, it took me an hour to write it. I thought it would take an hour to read. <laughs> no, but I thought it was one of those like BBC in the morning programs, like Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away, or like Bastard Squad or whatever. You know, like, What's just... Bastard Squad, Bastard Joe? Squad's the made-up... Um... <laughs> anyway... But yeah, and she but she's just an arsehole. And like yeah. I think it's supposed to show that she's like good at her job because then she goes in to bully her assistant Victoria. Yeah. And she's like, I need the case files for the McGinty deposition and I need the, and, and it's just like if you were this sort of power. I'll push by one o'clock back to two o'clock, make it a two o'clock. Yeah, it's that sort of stuff in there. You've got a, uh, oh, she's also got a, a, a partner's meeting because she's good at business. Yeah, she's she's good at law stuff. Yeah. She uh she's she she's bullying the lassie and the lassie quite quite unabashedly says, I'm really sorry I opened this letter of yours, it was addressed to you, and I open all your mail that's addressed to you, but I shouldn't have opened this particular one that's addressed to you, because it's about your dead auntie. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm like, well, it's her... part of your job. It's what you yeah, do. if she's her um, assistant, then she's gonna... If she didn't open it, she's like, why have you not opened my mail? She's, she's obviously fired. scared of getting battered, is, yeah. is what's going on here. That's lawyer. Yeah. At uh, this yeah. point, I had a little bit where uh, I I noticed I wasn't really paying attention to the to the the credits, but there's a bit co-executive co producer Randy Pope. <laughs> and I thought, Aren't they all? Which one? They're all Randy Popes. By the time I've finished with them, <laughs> legally tender and Randy Pope solving crimes. Um, yeah, and it turns out her aunt, uh, her great aunt. Florence? Florist? No, oh, yeah, some, some, not a made-up name. Nelly? Millie? No, it's Phyllis or Aunt Philly. Oh, that oh, was yeah, cheesecake. Because yeah. I yes. thought it was a horse at one point. <laughs> yeah, she's died and left her a house. And she's like, we used to spend all our all our summers there. And I'm like, but you've never been back. I'm like, fuck you, Aunt Philly. Thanks for looking after yeah. all those summers. But boo. Like, <laughs> just annoyed me. Because it's always the way with these things. Oh, great Aunt Gertrude left me her potato picking factory. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been back there? No, but I had so many good memories as a child. Well, why wouldn't mm. you have gone back and seen yeah. her? No, so but I love crisps. <laughs> yeah, I do like crisps. Um, and we cut to the house where there is a ones. rugged man. Uh, a rugged man called Everett. It took me a while to get his name down. Uh, that's his surname, as far as I'm aware. Anyway, he's uh, he's obviously out, you know, being cut in his own hair uh, and taking <laughs> photos of the house. Um, yeah. He takes he takes some flowers back to his parents. Like a fucking who've... midnight creeper, though, taking yep. pictures of people's houses. Well, he knows what his parents like. <laughs> taking sort of like foliage and stuff because they're you making know. some sort of nest within their own house made yeah. out of all tundra leaves. They've got all leaves glued to the walls like maniacs. Everything does. He goes out to a post box later on and there's a festoon around it who does that people in plymouth it's like those it's like those knitted things that they put on post boxes in oh. slightly upper middle class areas oh they do it in little leaving here mate it's not upper class areas mad old ladies it's never anything good it's always like oh it's poppies isn't it but like yeah or um near, get... like where i go through on the bus with little lever it's it, it's it's poppy wankers week every week like captain tom yeah. like a captain oh, tom on the ca top there's them steel cut out things like all of it and i'm like weird anyway um <laughs> but no right so they're eating their dinner his mum and dad 
he still lives at home as well. Um, at twenty-seven or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he comes in. She goes, "I'll go and get him a plate. He can get his own. Twenty-seven. It's not a child." And he goes, "I got you these, mum. Gives her some flowers. She puts them in the glass of water she was drinking from." <laughs> Like, they obviously it, run out of... They've got so much crazy shit stuck around the place, they've run out of vases. Vases. Just, okay, that's... that's. A, and then, like, he goes, <laughs> I took a picture of the house. And his dad goes, is it the house? And I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? Which house? What? The, the house. The they, they, I was going to say the house from the movie House. <laughs> the house on Haunted Hill? Is it house? I thought he wanted to MD? buy it or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, anyway, they don't think it's creepy that he's just been taking pictures of a house. Oh, no, they're dead yeah. excited by it. Yeah, he's yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry I was late for dinner. I've been in my dark room doing pictures. And he's like, whoa, what pictures? Oh, you know, minges. All them women I've been peeping on, like George McFly. Yeah. It's, it's, but the fact that he went, is it the house? I was like, what is... Because it's not explained. Any it's not even the no. house, though, is it? Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. There's a fancy dinner that she goes to, meanwhile, <sighs> with Rick, a non-union Charlie Sheen, I've suggested. Oh, very good. Who's... I've and put just this... non-union um, Johnny Tightlips. <laughs> <laughs> He's both a boss or a partner or a, He's a the love boss interest, of that, or? but he also has a series steakhouse called Rick's Steakhouses. He, Mistakes. He, he went, yeah, 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 because he wants to open steakhouses on the cruise ships later on. Yeah, one in Casablanca. We're going yeah. to Rick's. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> but he is, because this is supposed to be boss, and it's clearly Canada, it always is, but he has the most confusing accent of anyone because he starts off very... Boston, like, but yeah. it ends up going, hey, you guys, I'm walking to you. And it's like, <laughs> what, where are you from? I've written, he sounds like an oldie timey bootlegger. The noodles yeah. are in the pot and the water's <laughs> boiling, boiling, yeah. I tell he's, you. He's just all over the place. He started off strong and then just, what was I doing yesterday? It was like this. And then, yeah, like, yeah. it just got worse and worse as, as time went on. But he, they're dating, but really don't seem to like each other very much either. No, I mean he has ordered her a drink, so fair and enough. And a he's, meal. He's making that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, he's he's ordered for her. Fair but enough. it is his steakhouse. Yeah. I missed all it. of this backstory. It's, yeah. it's, uh, anyway, it, it, it's, it, blink and you miss it. Yeah. But that w- would have really grounded him as a character in my eyes. <laughs> I can I can assure you, James, fall asleep and you'll miss it because I did. At one point, he had to go back. The last twenty minutes, he disappears from the film, but only once he's got a plot line because he yeah. has a plot line for a moment. Yeah. But the only another, thing, the only thing I got develops. down is that she says that she's got a house in Plymouth now. She wants to make an inventory of knives and forks, and he says he does that for a living. I was like, he yeah, because yeah, he loves knives and forks because he's Rubbing got because he's a face. restaurateur or whatever, like Alanis Morissette. <laughs> um, he he says, oh, what is it? Is it in in Boston? She goes, no, it's in Plymouth, and he's like, oh, all sailors and. Ginsters pasties. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he agrees. I don't know. I've never let anyone. I trust my wife to order a drink for me. Yeah. 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 No, no. I tr- yeah, I trust Rachel yeah. to order order my tea. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trust that man to order a drink for me, but yeah. And ends it. up with a dry martini with two olives. It's not my drink. It's no. really not mine. I'll do a G and T, please. At, uh, Gatorade and. Um, <laughs> I'll have a lady wine. boy. Ooh. <laughs> I went to an Alan Partridge themed quiz night and they were selling Ladyboy for £11. I, I, I got a Ladyboy bought for me on my 21st birthday by my manager. It's a rough girl, It nearly it? knocked me sick. Yeah. I was only 21. That's a, a, lag, a pint of lager, a gin and tonic and a Baileys. And a Baileys. A, not oh, like a... bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, it's Alan Partridge, isn't it? These yeah. are your drink. Ooh, yeah. Ladyboy. I'm, I'm going to go and... Uh, <laughs> I, I cook I'm all gonna, the food. I'm, I'm going to go and cook all the food. It's a hotel, Alan. <laughs> it's star. only three stars. Anyway, um, this is the Alan Partridge. I wish we were watching that. Better. Yeah. 
um yeah so they drive out and he's like boys it's great over here because it's only an hour away from boston, from boston. and then yeah, someone's it's... like <laughs> i was gonna say it's past the town it's past a lake with algal bloom in it um, <laughs> they roll up on a driveway which they never seem to use again they always sort no, of they park, park on the road street. Uh, on the yeah. street yeah you probably stop that uh, fucking tall inv- that that'll invalidate your insurance sir. tell me you got to drive and you park on the street well, i don't know what we know about eminent domain by the end of this film <laughs> Uh, he was my favourite wrestler in the 80s. <laughs> I put here Home to Ghosts. I think that was because all the furniture had that white yeah, cloth over yeah. it. I've never been in a house that has I always kind of want to. Seems like it'd be I cool. suggested it's been, she's been dead a while. I thought yeah. that as well. So this woman, this Aunt Philly or whatever she's called, is Aunt meant Alice. to is meant to be. Um she she must be really, really old because we we meet the dad later on, and he's I don't know, let's say in his sixties, right? Yeah. So Let's say great aunt Philly was, I don't know, 20 years older than him. Her house is impeccably decorated. Yeah. It, it looks, I mean, it looks so modern by 2013 standards. It's fantastic. So where's where's the old lady stench that you need to get out? There's quite blatantly none. Where's the jars of Werther's Originals? Correct, yeah, and, yeah. and her own piss. Where's one of those stuffed cats that mad people have in their house? <laughs> and 17 real cats. Yeah. But I'd, I've always wanted to go into a house, everything's covered in sheets, just because I think it'd be fun. Ooh, what's under here? Oh, it's chair. So it's not going to be anything exciting, is it? Like, <laughs> you keep doing it over yeah. and over, it's just chairs and tables. Yeah, it's not going to be like a sex wing, is it? Or Still... a toboggan. Maybe that's what killed her. Uh, it's a toboggan. Sex wing. <laughs> um... It does have a man outside prospecting for oil. Oh, no, it's only Everett. He's come to collect core samples for core sample. an archaeological study. Uh, he introduces himself as a local historian. And she says, local historian, disdainfully, which I really like. She's a bitch. Yeah. My first um, thought is if there's somebody taking, quote unquote, core samples in my backyard, is it subsidence? It's the first thing I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, is the house falling yeah. down? Nobody's doing a two-ton poo outside my back door. <laughs> it's is it is it the terminus of a glacier? What are you doing? <laughs> What is this man doing? Well, he doesn't. He, he can't say what it is. Japanese knotweed. It's always Japanese yeah. knotweed. Yeah. Oh, that's where Joe lives. Job. It usually is. Yeah, that's my dream job. Go around destroy just with a katana. It's the only thing. <laughs> just, you don't got to give it the honourable death it deserves. Yeah, put full samurai gear on. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think that's necessary. I don't know. <laughs> is that a racial approach? Anyway. You dressed as Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, twatting all this. <laughs> yeah, just chopping it down. It's not a katana. I'm selling a bread knife to a broom handle, but. Um, yeah, he's like, oh, I had an agreement with Aunt Phallus. Uh, she was going to let me take as many core samples as my little heart, historian heart, desired. And she's like, get the fuck off my property. <laughs> Quite justifiably, I thought as well. So I think we Mark's dead. Phallus! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah, he's like, we had an agreement. And he shows her this piece of paper and she's like, get off my land. And he's like, okay, well, I'll come back later or something. Yeah. And, and, and he, he fucks off anyway, which is, you know, if you've said, yeah. please get off my property. And he kind do. of stumbles and he goes, nice jacket, Ricky Tightlip. And he goes, hey, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they then uh, eat a ready meal at the dining room table while or... Everett is writing notes by his Pepe Silver Corkboard. Yeah, it's got a his lap. That was brilliant. But, like, they've unwrapped everything in the house. There's like, there's a lamp now, there's, there's like a vase with stuff in it. There's like, like six books on the bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. But this... they're having this meal, and like, there's, there's no sort of, oh, I love you, I always have with them. They're just really both awful people. And yeah, he's writing, 
he's he's put the soil sample in a a chip fryer basket. Yes, he put it in a chip pan. What was yeah. that about? And then he's put his night vision goggles on and he's looking at it and he goes, "Oh my god!" Like, and I was like, "He needs a he needs a big shark in a tiny tank in that room as well." It looks like CS, look. CSI Plymouth. <laughs> that stands for Cop Soil Investigation. <laughs> Core Soil Investigation. Oh god, he was oh. right there. <laughs> Uh, and then Mary finds a book of fairy stories, which reminds her to pull a grate off the wall and crawl yeah. into the vents of the house. To Nana Fallis's she... glory hole. <laughs> this is where the uh, this is where the little monster that tries to steal uh, um, Drew Barrymore's breath from that uh, cat size film live. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the cat saves community. Oh, yes, yeah, very much. Yeah. Well, Everett looks like a non-union Joel McHale a little. He bit. does a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I did thought I'd, I did think I'd recognised him from somewhere, but I haven't. And James will prove that wrong later on. Yeah, uh, there she finds a small chest, and uh, me and Katie at this point took bets on what it was: aunt's recipe, best Thanksgiving instructions, how to grow a pumpkin, uh, <laughs> photos of the family, or heroin underground bunker blueprints. Heroin. No, it was it was family photos. Fan fiction to Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> yeah. and a and a cotton candy My Little Pony. Yeah, ah, you see, didn't you know I was a Brony boys? Whatever that is, I don't know what Brony is. It's, uh, yeah, honest. Cook hot dog and brine. Uh, uh, anyway, it's at dawn. Um, there's a lot of I don't know how much I could actually oh, figure out how, right. the They're, passage of right. time. They've in got this a film. massive fucking house, and yet he's not. Um, Ricky Tightlips is not allowed to stay there. He has to yeah. go and sleep in a hotel. No, because like, that's part of the, the 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 bequeathing or whatever they call it. That she has she has to stay alone every weekend in this house for twelve months. Otherwise, she's no, it isn't. You've had otherwise, it goes to the cats. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the the cats own the house. You would be their tenant. Just be their tenant. <laughs> yeah, because he arrives the next morning, and I'm like, why haven't you stopped over? You don't have to share a bed, but there's more than one bedroom in that house. Do Massive. you think they've never done a sexy time? Well, it's Hallmark, isn't it? So no. They only they kiss parts, once, mate. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he comes over with newspapers and a bun. Um, Big box no, of buns. Not, not clear on what that bun was. It looked like an iced finger or something. He said it was a cinnamon. Cinnamon something, because I was like, later on she makes biscuits. Squirrel. No, she makes biscuits later on, and she calls them sugar slugs. And I'm like, you should never yeah. name yeah. confectionery yep. after invertebrates. Like, call <laughs> me old fashioned. Yeah, it sounds like a euphemism <laughs> for like. It does. Yeah, special yeah. times. Anyway. And... She's never seen his sugar slug. Um, <laughs> he reckons that the house is worth a bomb, which it yeah. probably is. Uh, she says that she wants to keep it as a weekend place. Set um, <laughs> Joe off. You're all right. I see. Yeah. You've got um, you've got a sheet behind you. Actually, you might have some antique furniture behind you there. <laughs> no, that's that's my um, it's the clothes horse underneath it. Sadly, <laughs> it's always disappointing, as you say, Joe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's saying, he says, "Oh, I'm just drying sheets." Yeah, because the heating's on. No, I was thinking, wasn't that, um, what was she called? Did Sugar Walls. Uh, not important, anyway. You having a moment, Joe? It's just a fun fun joke for me in my own head. Um, uh, <laughs> you, mentioned that, stay. you mentioned that he reckons the house is worth a bomb. So I did a little bit of investigating. The average house oh, yeah. price in Plymouth, UK, £246,000. Uh, in Plymouth, US, uh, $600,000, which, I don't know, might as well be a bag of fucking buttons. Yeah. Uh, he does say that the, the market is increasing, so it might be worth holding on to it for a while. And she's like, nah, well, I don't know. She's like, I don't know whether I want to sell it because, you know, I found Aunt Phyllis's glory hole with my box in it. Like, that brought back Make memories. Make that what you will. He's <laughs> yeah. like, hold, hold on to it. It might end up being the Thanksgiving house, and then it'll be worth a fortune. She's like, well, I don't he understand. Won't. He's like, hold on, you will do it in about 20 minutes. Well, yeah, because at this point, like, 
ever is this when he goes to the post office? Oh yeah. Oh well. Uh, and just, we meet the before... worst person in this film, and there's a lot. Just before, yeah, hang on though, because he does come round before this, um, and we get we get a minor minor plot point. Uh, she's stacking pastries. I think this is why I mentioned the pastries because she just starts stacking them later on, like making a little pile, like a totem pole or something. Um, and, oh, no, uh, yeah, Capuchawani people. Uh, she says, like uh, oh, yeah, I'm, just, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint this this place something brighter." And he goes, "See, already a money drainer." It's like, what? What do you think I'm gonna paint this with gold? Um, every I've got Liberace on the phone, and he's bringing some wallpaper samples <laughs> round. Everyone's at the door. He comes to the door. And he says, "It's an important archaeological site because we've massacred lots of Native Americans here, and he's carbon dated some turf that he's found in the lawn out back, which just because this is where he was. He was, he was on the lawn." So yeah. he's done like a foot of earth in a cylinder, which will just tell you that there's a foot of turf there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. anyway, she says I've that it's the not core. an ocular, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, cool. Um, and then, and then she goes to the front door. She she goes to her office to say, "Let's get this psycho out of my life." Uh, he's Justifiably, still, I mean, he did say he put everything back as he found it. But if he's took like a foot of earth out and then just put the earth on top, that's good. someone's going to break an ankle. That's right. Yeah, yeah I mean, you could still put you know like a washing pole out there or something. But yeah, that's uh, like a whirly gig. It's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, swing ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> swing ball. Yeah, okay. Um, all options uh, available to you, Mary, before you go and get all legal on it. Oh, you know, just golf in, in your backyard. Um, so he goes to he goes to Quincy the postmaster. Uh, uh, oh, Jack Klugman. <laughs> Quincy shouldn't be. Is Quincy on remand? Because he shouldn't be allowed near post, right? Because he's a like he's a grass, right? And B, I'm sure he has sex with all the parcels when no one's looking. But it, and it's C, America. He's He's got pumpkins in the in the post boxes. Yeah, so. they probably got cameras in it so we can look up girls' skirts or something. Like <laughs> they weren't supposed to be hollow. You know they call it pervert Plymouth. <laughs> Famously, he emails something to something called Centrally, Century Analytic, which mm-hmm. sounds like Cambridge Analytica to me. But um, <laughs> it's it's where the samples go to get yes. sampled for samples to get, to get carbon uh, dated. And I was like, can you carbon date dirt? Isn't no. it just carbon? Yeah, you would you would need you would need like a solid bit of carbon to carbon date, you, like an um, inanimate carbon rod. All hail! No, You've I never just, thought like, to me like this before. Because <laughs> right, he's like he's got some pottery from there as well. Yeah. Is that what he's sending off? Like can't I carbon don't... date that. But where's he getting the pottery from? Because this has been like four hundred years. I like, think we're looking too much at the time team oh, aspect okay. of it. I think Tony yeah. Robinson and that big Cornish lads ruined it for us. Like we can't just take <laughs> things at face value anymore. Well, like that and wouldn't happen. I did. I did realize at this point when he gets a phone call, uh, you know he's a proper archaeology man because he's got a hand axe next to his answer phone. So That's in case, because notoriously, in case <laughs> zombies when he's digging them up, <laughs> yeah. or it incurs a mummy's wrath. <laughs> he calls up Ashley at. Uh, did anyone catch her website name? Oh, it's like oh, the, the, the the annoying pilgrim. nosy pilgrim or something. Shit on. We'll be on the Christmas quiz. So. Shit on, <laughs> yeah, Mary. The the inquisitivepilgrim.com. Uh, oh. Immediately for the hot scoop that he's uh, gone for, to do some samples at Centrally Analytic. Yeah. yeah, because Quincy's phoned her up because Quincy's trying to bang her, right? And he yeah, and she's she's playing him off, but he just keeps phoning her up, and he just goes by and hangs up, and he's like, "I'm in there," and I'm like, "Come on, Quincy." <laughs> Get back Everybody gets a call. Everybody gets a call from his best mate Spence, non-union Joey Santiago from the Pixies. Uh, oh, who immediately starts nice. touching all of his all of his pottery. Yeah, 
Um, oh, well, they're going, they're going playing tennis. Uh, and he's like, go and get your tennis stick. I'm tired of waiting for you. As a teacher, I have to wait. And I'm like, oh, he's a teacher. Oh, he's yeah. crammed that in, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Everett shoots him away from the pottery as though it's about to burst into flames. Don't touch it's my pottery. Lapses <laughs> hands. It's, like, it's, it's not going to do anything. Um, uh, Ashley Morgan then phones him up just as he's on his way out the door and says, that I want to get you on some sort of committee. Oh, do you remember that we used to be at school? We dated for a little bit, you know. It's the uh, let's 10 meet year up. high school reunion. Are we supposed to believe that these two are 28? Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You kind of no. squint when you watch Hallmark, though, so everyone looks mm. younger. Like, oh, smear your screen with Vaseline. Let's go to the coffee and crab cake shop. <laughs> right, this was the thing that brought me the most joy in this film, is the, the, the background noise. Because they've clearly got a CD of things heard in a cafe, and they've just put it on random shuffle. Cause, and it's not even quiet, like, it's audible background yeah. dialogue. They're not going rhubarb, 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 in, like, like in the back in the wool pack, like... There's a guy going, crab cakes? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really loud. Woman going, mmm. The someone goes, chowder, as well, which made me chuckle. <laughs> chowder. Yeah, but I was like, this is really loud background noise. But and over every, this, the every, every Every line of dialogue that the main cast speak, there's someone in the background going, another fork? It's just really, <laughs> it's good, because like, there's a whole separate film going on in the back. It's quite good. I did it's find cold. it really distracting. I, I can't really make out what is going on at this point, but it's something to do with it being the first Thanksgiving house that he believes mm-hmm. it to be. It's, the soil around it corresponds no, no, no. with celestial the... signs. That it's the first I think place. it's the site of the first yeah um, yes the first Thanksgiving meal. So, but then people a... turn up later on taking pictures of the house as though mm. there's nothing to see. It's just a house. You know. What else are they going to take pictures of in this town? Why the, is there the a crab, tour the in crab this cakes town? and coffee? Yeah, chowder. Yeah, it's like there's just nothing going. But I think it's supposed to be the land was where they had the first yes. Bit. But that specific. 40-foot square plot is where they had the first ever... Not anywhere else, not next door. Not <laughs> not, not, not the corner shop. There, exactly. Within there. the boundaries of their fed. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to see that land registry check. Well, he's got a map mm. later on that proves everything. Yeah. You can prove anything with maps. Uh, Mary and Victoria doing up the house. And we were mentioning that. Why is Victoria now involved? That's, yeah. that's her boss. I'm your, I'm your yeah, assistant. You don't go around to your boss's house. Yeah, I'll get loads of money uh, on it. There's a knock at the door. It's Everett wearing an unseasonal jumper. Um, he wants to take more core samples for some reason, even though he's already taken some. She threatens him with a legal subsidy in a legal court of law. <laughs> nice. Cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, no, in the cafe, yeah. it's um, the annoying pilgrim, and she's trying to needle information out of him for her blog, because it's 2013 and blog. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, if, if it happens in Plymouth, you'll hear it first. And I was like, no one, you're the only person with the internet in that town. Like, <laughs> yeah. But he's like, nah, uh, yeah. um, it's my own private thing. I want to do that. And I don't want to go to the prom with you. Because oh, yeah, 28, wink, wink, wink. Up again. Um, we're 28, and we're not going to the prom. There's loads of things in this that don't get followed up. Yeah, when because they, he, she prom? says, oh, we used to date. And he went, we went out once, and she went yeah. twice. And it was the best dates I've ever been on. And I'm like, and he fingered her up the duck pond. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, but she's but then... she's the only like she's the only eligible bachelorette in town. Yeah, because everyone wants else to sleep with everybody for news. Old. Yeah, for news. 
It's it's not that would make more sense over why she hates Mary coming in. It's competition, isn't it? But yeah, we don't get any of that. No, it it isn't. But it could have been. Just it's just yeah, it's just clicks. That's all she's after. She's like the 2013 podcaster. If no, if she was doing listicles like number five in this house, you won't believe where Thanksgiving was. Yeah, then that'd be better. (laughs) But it's just a fucking front page and a text submission box that you can type in. That's all. (laughs) Your yeah, don't get me started on that. yeah. Geo Cities was better. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah, anyway, Everett goes straight to Mary, spills the beans, says that there might have been the very first Thanksgiving huddled in this very property boundary. Um, and she doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving and isn't moved by his speech because of, I don't know, a disturbed boat and accident. No, um, it's because her par- that's the last Thanksgiving they had was at that house with Aunt Phallus with her parents and then her parents, she says, I knew something was up and then immediately after Thanksgiving her parents split up so that's why she doesn't like Thanksgiving because her yeah. parents split up at that Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, she doesn't say any of that yet though. No, no, no. But yes, that's she, why. She's just yeah. like, I was a pumpkin fell on my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it may as well have been that. I was Victoria's like, He's nice, isn't he? And she's like, all I can see is that rapacious look in his eye. I thought, mm-hmm. steady on. She's she's awful. She's the Thanksgiving Grinch. I've written hey, here. What does rapacious? I don't think it's what I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> Inconceivable! Because you can't say that about people. That's rude. Ashley knocks on immediately because she's following everyone around. But that evening, Everett is in nerd mode again. Uh, and he's leaving, right? So he's got this map up that he's clearly made himself. And then he's just got sticky notes out. And he's just doing sticky Sticking notes on. over yeah. the map. He's just a loose cannon. Um, I'll fill uh, them in goes... later. <laughs> Um, I can't remember what he wrote on them. I was gonna, I was gonna double back and have a look. Sausage mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great nibbles debate. Um, she uh, so he goes over and asks her out to dinner, uh, which is a bit weird. He's obsessed. Um, mm. And she says to to Victoria, "Well, you know what they say: keep your enemies closer." Uh, which is only half of what that yeah. saying is. Yeah. <laughs> Cuckoo in May. Keep your enemies closer. <laughs> Yeah, they take a walk. I don't even think they go to dinner, do they? No, they just walk around aimlessly. He doesn't even. There's, uh, there's also a guy in the background going hot pistachios. Yes. <laughs> four bits, four bits for a bag or something. Yeah, it? yeah. it's like who wants hot pistachios? Like chestnuts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pistachios, they're too small. Do you think they put chestnuts in and they were like, no, nah, it feels too Christmassy. Like, sub it out for something Oh, maybe. Else. Um, yeah. what, what people are, we can't just put hot, hot pumpkin cubes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah um, hot, he... hot jacket, hot mini, hot new potatoes in a cone. Oh, that's with a... nice. That's a reference. If what, what are those hot, that, that corn? Sorry, James. Oh, you know, like, oh, no, what on. is that about? That seems it's, like an absolute robbery, doesn't it? it There's a place in Berry that does hot yeah, corn. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it does know, vapes now as well. It's like corn and vapes. <laughs> corn and vapes. Cave, cave corn. <laughs> oh, back and on. Corn, vapes, coffee, crab cakes. Yeah. Hot pistachios. Uh, extra. <laughs> Ripper takes a while. <laughs> yeah, he's done her a family tree. Um, she says that she's uh, oh, she's really a Rosinski. Yeah, so this is really like this. Yeah, I hated this programs. bit because he's like, "You're a Ross," and she's like, "No, I'm not. Colonel Ross isn't really my father." Um, she's like, "Yeah, my my great grandfather was a Rosinski, and he took the name Ross uh, when he came a big when fan he came of New York." And you're kind of like. <laughs> 
Okay, but you're really like like off about it. You know, she's really, really dickish about well, it. I was like, is was I was trying to look it I was gonna look it up saying was Rosinski like did he escape from Nazi Germany? Did he flee? Was he part of Operation Paperclip? And he had to like change his name. No. Unlikely. No, but there's Rosinski. but there's a lot of that, but there was a lot of that, wasn't there? That when they when they arrived at Staten oh, yeah. Island, yeah, they, they arrived at Staten Island, the name, they went, so they you, just... can, you can't have that, just call you Jeff. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Um it's quite sad that the entire mm, yes, it's disgusting disappear bit. because some guy couldn't yeah. be asked going, how do you spell that? Yeah. Z next to a P. Are you mad? <laughs> no, that's got to be wrong, to... mate. That's got to be wrong. <laughs> he tries that to apologise for uh, for not caring that a house could have been torn down. He's like, I just get a bit ahead of myself. We don't need he's to tear it. your house down. I've yeah, got all it. the cylinders I need from your lawn. He's like, this has been my life's work finding where the first Thanksgiving meal took place. I'm like, you ever kissed a girl? Because you could have done so much more. No one cares. There's no way on earth you could prove this is where something happened. Like, it's unprovable. No, I mean, so... You Unless could there was photos you could... of them outside her house. Big headdress on. Turkey. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that statue in the back of the coffee and crab cake place. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, he could have taken a soil sample and then gotten that analysed. Fine. All that would prove is you know, like the agricultural situ- situation in the area, or the, like the climate or something. Yeah, but it wouldn't have they've... concluded anything specifically about that house, like, unless you'd found a whole turkey dinner, no. like halfway yeah. down or something. Indians was here. On a, like, also, that house will have a basement, so it'll have been dug out, there'll be foundations there, so it'll have been turned out and moved elsewhere anyway, so mm-hmm. it's nonsense. Yeah. It's probably when they put that drive in, actually. It probably, like, fucked up yeah. a load of stuff there. See, Robinson would have packed up by now and gone somewhere else, looking for a <laughs> medieval wall. It's always walls, isn't it? Series of small walls, yeah. It's never good stuff like a big sword. <laughs> nah. Or a bathhouse. Um, anyway, the next day she's changed the tune. Um, Victoria tells her that the inquisitivepilgrim.com, hot off the press, has found her house. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, well, it she gets goes very into legal. The office, doesn't she? And she goes in, she's yeah. like, I need eminent domain laws, state, global, galaxy level. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and I'm like, eh. But then I forget that America's laws are kind of weird because you can have like, it, it escalates up, doesn't it? So you can have like state laws and then there's like yeah. judicial laws or whatever it's called. I don't know. But Oh, it'd be federal, wouldn't it? When it's, that's the yeah. word. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, because. Have a judge's bun. Yeah. You, me, you there or me. I don't know. Shall I bring the whiteboard? Um, <laughs> it's. Because if it turns out that is place of the thing, the government can seize it and turn it into like an amusement park. That's right. Yeah. But all she needs to know at the moment is, yeah. So I think what she said is that the soil samples might prove that he's got he's got rights over the soil because Aunt Philly said that he could have them. Well, that's when she she she, she sends him a thing. He doesn't. She sends him a um, yeah escrow mail. Yeah, you've been served. Yeah, and then they break dance out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> and and dad and dad says, well, you you've been served. Well, what do I do now? Well, you've got to write back. And I was like, oh, I was going to had to do. It's like that, and that's the way you've just got to do more better break dancing than them. <laughs> You get your lino out. Yeah, it's been round on your head. Um, yeah, but then it turns out his dad, number one cool old time lawyer in the village. Like, yeah. Of oh, yeah. course he is. Yeah, Fa- Emmett his... Family Law or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so would, yeah. would there uh, not be some law. sort of conflict of interest? I don't. I think you can oh, have definitely. your family. Yeah, but I think you can have your family represent you. Surely. I, I wanted yes, him can, to be but... represented. But if it's a if it's a legal practice, I suppose it's worth what they're doing is sort of grandstanding a bit, like they are lawyers, so yeah, back ah, sort the, of thing. It's the dance of lawyers. Yeah, that's the it? thing mm. that's mentioned. He's like, yeah, but you can't dance, Dad. I, I wanted Meanwhile, him to be represented served... by a giant chicken, a giant southern chicken. <laughs> 
Nah. Well, I'm no fancy big city lawyer. <laughs> uh, and then Slater from Saved by the Bell comes in. Um... All of this legal correspondence goes through the post office where the, that Ben Postmaster's like yeah, feeding up like, information onto Ashley, by the way. He's just going through everyone's mail, taking the money out of the postcards. Like, he's, he should be in prison. He's steaming that letters is a federal with, offense. A, with an iron. That, I know tampering with the mail is a federal offence in America. You yeah, because the like, mail Jack, would go from state to state, so it becomes yeah, an interstate it's, it's thing. Jack Donger, thing. isn't it? But yeah, it's so. But he's giving away information that he should be allowed to give mm. away, and it's and he gets no comeuppance for it. He gets away with it. No, in fact, he doesn't no, exist no, no, no. after this scene. No, he just disappears. This is yeah, it. Thank he's, God. So long, movie. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, so they she goes off looking for Plymouth Family Law, which uh, started to remind me of that other Hallmark mystery film we watched. It was <laughs> postal-based nonsense. Oh, um, I remembered it. Yeah, it's where yeah, she, like yeah. the letters spell out, and she goes, "Oh my god, it's in the house." <laughs> Something else. Like, this is, this <laughs> <Yeah>. is bullshit. <laughs> but it turns out it's uh, she is led on this this trail to her parents, who offer her sugar slugs. Oh, um, no. Everett gets into it, gets back to a heated legal debate. About about whether the core samples he took for no reason in a place that makes no sense done with permission or not. And he has his head in his hands, and I'm with him on this one. Yeah, because exactly. uh, who, who cares? Yeah. They get called specious papers. Uh, Everett and Mary argue about who instructed Ashley to publish. Somebody says thrust and parry, which made me laugh a little bit. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I, I got particularly annoyed with her here. I mean, she can be as much of an arsehole as she wants, and she can say whatever she wants to this kid. But when she was finishing eating her sugar slug, she brushed crumbs onto the floor oh, fucking rude. off the armrest. And she, yeah. yeah, off the armrest, yeah. she just brushed crumbs on the floor, and I just thought, you fucking prick. I mean, they should oh, have given her a power play, though, isn't it? That that is, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, like, like, well, I mean, for me, there's a number of crimes in this film, and that's the first one that she should be imprisoned for. More to follow. People throwing gourds uh, at her. <laughs> <laughs> that night, Rick has realised that material culture is largely privately owned, and you can make a profit off it. Um, and I noticed at this point that his car's got a license plate that just says "Mo Money." Which, oh, no, <laughs> better very film? Much, question mark. Very much defines him as his license. Ah, uh, Rick Mo Money Johnson. Yes, <laughs> it's, but yeah, they're going on a cruise for Thanksgiving as well. He's obsessed yeah. with this cruise. He keeps mentioning it, and she's like, "Except where yeah. they're going." And they're going to have steak on the cruise yeah. for cruise. Thanksgiving dinner just because they don't do Thanksgiving out. dinner on the steak on the cruise. I think. Th- I've never been on a cruise. It doesn't appeal to me. It's a big floating hotel, isn't it? And the amount of people that die on them, apparently, shocking. Not enough, people. I would argue. I've oh, just watched really? Ghost Ship recently. Ah, a, lot, a lot died on that. that it's good. all right, Ghost Ship. Yeah, it's watchable. It's that. a romp. Yeah. It's always a romp indeed. It's not quite as good as Virus, but it's certainly up there. Jesus. Um... Go on, where are we up to now? I've forgotten. Everett goes to see Ashley as she's publishing more nonsense. Uh, Uh, He says the test results aren't back yet. The house could have an STD. Um, And then Everett's mum comes into this in some way. She uh, brings Mary around some sausage rolls or something. It's the rest of the sugar slugs. Is it? Cookies and conversation. And I was like, I bet there's a hundred podcasts named that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, do you think I could get the recipes for these cookies? No. Well, that depends. Will you drop the charges? Drop the charges. I was like, no. I mean, it's a shout. <laughs> if that if that's if that is how good she is as a lawyer, tampering that... with a witness, me lud. <laughs> Why is she, she just poisoner? No. She says no, and then she just says, oh, well, okay, I'll email it to you anyway, then. <laughs> I mean, shoot a shot, <laughs> isn't it? Like, you know what I mean? 
Everett is at uh, teaching at school, um, yeah, and Spence comes in. Just as well? to, yes, he is. Right. Maybe part time or something. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, he, he he speaks to sixth formers or something. He's got bits up all around his classroom with like Thomas Jefferson's there sort of thing, and there's a there's a bit on red coats in the corner sort of thing like that. Um, and Spence comes in and he says, "Yeah, I'm sick of teaching. I'm a smart guy. I could run a hedge fund." And Spence goes, "No, you couldn't." Yeah, I'm like, all right, Spence. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I know. Just gonna wouldn't let you touch my pots yesterday. <laughs> Not a euphemism. Uh, and uh, and uh, and his mum, meanwhile, talking to Mary, says, um, "Go to the library tomorrow at three pm because there'll be a maps and seasonal decorations shindig or something." But then, like her mum, his mum latches onto the fact that she doesn't speak to her dad and will not let it go. Mm-hmm. Every opportunity she gets to twist that knife, he does. <laughs> like it's, it's actually weird. works, though, isn't it? It's a power play. Is it? Brought the sugar slugs. <laughs> Invited yourself into the home. It's probably like sprinkled bits all over the floor because you know those sugar slugs they're gonna they're gonna crumb up. To the upper decker. Rick calls Mary about heritage heritage exploitation. He says that there's a serious there's serious money to be made, which is exactly why the heritage sector is just rolling in cash right now. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm not not interested. Um, I just want to keep the house. What she says, right? She's like, I'm not bothered about whether I just don't want to take the house. I live in the house. I like the house. And he's like, yeah. You woman, it's all money, <laughs> money, money, money. Think of how many steaks we could buy. With all that, all that, all that pencil, sh- pencil sharpeners, and French magnets gift shop money we'd have. Oh, the steaks are high. I bet one of his restaurants is called that. No, it's called yeah. Rick Steaks. He's got like because when what's she called the the, the annoying pilgrim Love goes it. to meet him. She goes, "Oh, it's my favourite restaurant." I've eaten in your restaurant in Boston. Boston. Yeah. And she had steak tartare, so she's obviously a pervert. Yeah, and he's like, oh, not many people like steak tartare. And she's like, yeah, well, I like my meat rare. She doesn't, but was, she might as well. Like, it's sexy worst, talk, isn't it? It's meant to be sexy talk. The worst flirting is over raw yeah. meat, I've discovered. I like my meat hot and wet. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> um, I'll be well done. <laughs> Anyway, we're hurtling towards the library at three o'clock where this, <laughs> this story comes together. Everett and his mum chat on about stuff because she's met this woman, says so she's a nice soul sort of thing. Meanwhile, he clears away, he's got a horn, uh, which was not what I was expecting him to have found. But um, yeah, anyway, Viking horn, anyone? Um, it belongs actually... in a museum. Oh, I thought it was like a horn of plenty, like a cornucopia. <laughs> a cornucopia. Yeah. <laughs> Like That'd a cream horn from Greg's. Good name for the corn shop. Instead of corn and vapes, <laughs> cornucopia. That'd be good. Write that down. <laughs> uh, Ashley invites round some extras to do a protest. Um, so uh, she's clearly planning something for the, you know, uh, big I, library I didn't know what was going on here. I must have missed I, something yeah. because they all come in and she's got like bits of coloured card and I thought, oh, she's running a, I don't know, some sort of origami class. Arts and craft shop for yeah. daft kids. Yeah. She's got a weird vibe about her. I mean, I think most of those people thought they were going to an orgy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she's she's there in the background as they're like cutting out bits of card, going, "What a statement, you guys!" <laughs> I love that. I was, what statement are they making? How to make a crane? <laughs> Everett also- starts his boring, sanitized talk about the Pilgrim Fathers at the it's, library. Yeah, this yep. is uh, it's like to show that he is a bastard. We call that democracy, and it has its roots in your hometown, is one line from it. Mm. Get the general feel of it from that. Uh, there was an acknowledgement of genocide against Native Americans, but this one moment was nice, and that's worth hanging on to. 
when I think about this one moment, it hits me. And you see all the like the young students in the back wiping a tear from their eyes. Sort of thing. Yeah. And then students come up to him with a bowl. Two questions about the bowl. First of all, is this real? <laughs> Secondly, and even more bizarrely, what animal did this come from? Uh, if you look One magical animal. It's a turtle. <laughs> they just turned it upside down and hollowed it out. Yeah, but um, like Mary sees him doing this talk. She's like, wow, he's a great guy. I should go for many, many dinners with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you've got to milk that. Well, get all the dinners went. you can. All yeah. the hot pistachios you can get from him. Uh, milk his hot pistachios. <laughs> Yes. He, he uh, chases after her at the end, and they have a bit of an awkward chat. And she calls Victoria at the office. Who's coming to deliver the Caldecott files or something like that? Um, yeah. She would have been better if got like the Caldecott files, the Ipkiss files. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Put a joke in there for the dad. The Peter files. Yeah. Oh, very um, good. I'm Peter file. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Ashley at that moment chooses to unleash the goons and uh, we it's revealed that the placards say our history's not for sale which our they chant over and over yeah. again our but, but our, our healthcare sale. is so it's fine yeah. our history's yeah. not for sale but it's just on a, it's just a tape on a loop yeah so and no they're just walking around in a circle yeah play classical gas <laughs> Uh, and she just like, she's like, get off my property. And she went, well, we're not on your property, we're on the sidewalk. And I'm like, what she should have gone was like, I am a white blonde woman in America. The police will do my bidding. That's right, yeah. <laughs> All right, you look a bit ethnic. Hop it. Uh, but then she, she confronts her with a tablet. She confronts her with a tablet and he's Oof. like, so are you admitting you are Hitler? And she's like, get off my property. <laughs> this is the second arrestable offence in my eyes. Filming someone on an iPad. It is, well, it, it's egregious. I once saw a bloke film a full gig on an iPad. I'd have smashed it out of his hands. I just, I was astonished. I was, I think I was probably more shocked Isn't than there... I was disgusted. There's some terrifying statistic of people that go to the Louvre in Paris. Go to the Mona Lisa, take a picture of it on their phones and then go straight back out again. I'm like, you know they sell them in the No, 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 like you you know they've got them in the gift shop that would be in a better resolution. I'm like, you know, it's just a weird it's it's also not nearly as good as Edvard Munch's the scream, so why would you fucking bother? Nah, it's just a picture of a lass with a potato head, isn't it? Art criticism, you heard it here first. You're listening to a hallmark of greatness, everyone. I like the one where the uh, the Spanish woman ruined the picture of Jesus. I like yeah. I like the I like uh, the picture now. It looks much better now. Monkey Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like it. I like that one. Dr. Of, Jesus, uh, Dr. Jesus. Whistler's mother, you know, Byro on uh, uh, Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there a thing where a man where a security guard was bored and like and drew smiley faces and on smiley faces on something, yeah. Yeah. Was it Dean? <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Sounds like that. Oh, it's day two and I'm bored. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's like, she kind of goes, oh, so you are going to sell the house. And she goes, no comment. And then like, she goes, oh, well, you heard that. You heard it here first. She's guilty. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. A lawyer says what... no comment. Yeah. You know what that means. And I was like, no, that's not what that means at all. It just means I, I'm not telling you because A, who are you? <laughs> who, Who is she? Right. And B, get off my property. <laughs> Anyway, she's live streaming it. I don't know if she's actually live streaming it, but she's uploaded it to her, her blog after 
quite a long load time, I would have thought, with the amount of footage she's captured on that tablet. Um, and Everett is looking over this and shit posts on her side. <laughs> <laughs> the comment. Very similar to the reviews we have at the end of these, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I didn't catch what you wrote because, like, uh, it's something like "Don't believe anything you read on here." She's uh, Hitler or something. Like, something like that. Um, and then he goes over to see Mary, and he's like, "I didn't do any of that." Um, crab cake dinner. Uh, so it, she invites him in. He reads all the books and then asks her about them, and they bond over the Grand Canyon. Yeah, well, mm, that's what they used to call her. Um, <laughs> right, but the thing is, when I go into someone's house for the first time, I don't immediately go around picking shit up going, what's this? Because that's yeah. weird, isn't it? What's this a picture <laughs> of? Who's this? I, it's, mm, it's just weird. He's like, have you yeah. been to all these places then? She's like, oh, I've been to some. He's like, huh. What's your favourite? You know, it's kind of down at his house. <laughs> of course I've not been to any of them. Uh, yeah, I, they bond over the Grand Canyon, which neither of them have any details about, which is a bit weird. Oh, no, she she says that her, um, her parents took her on holiday there when she was a kid, and it was the last time I was happy or something. Wow. It's a big hole in the ground, mate. Uh, yeah. That is a, such a conversation killer. <laughs> Isn't it? Just, yeah. Do you remember, do you, uh, do you remember, do you remember happiness do you remember when you yeah. were happy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, they go out for crab cakes at the, the, the one restaurant they've got the license for. He sneaks in under the table as well that he, he studied law. Uh, they always do in these films. They've always yeah, done oh, yeah. an engineering yeah. degree. Uh, in the family, yeah, the family, tra- family yeah, tradition, it's... but he, I he couldn't me- hack it. Yeah, he had Mexican for Thanksgiving once. Oh, dear. Oh, we're poor student Mexican yeah. for Thanksgiving. I'd Quality love Mexican for Thanksgiving. To, uh... Yeah, but in yeah, point, I know, right? imagine it's going to be like, yeah, isn't it? Chowder, isn't it? No, he was in LA. He was studying in LA at the time. Oh, that's right. going to be good there. Nice no, Jesus, right, yeah. I can't believe I've paid more attention to a lot of this film than you two. You two I paid attention to where the food came from. That's all. I was fast asleep the whole way through. <laughs> no, I was too busy focusing on the line. You like to talk about scurvy, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and well, I've the... written, just a quick reminder, I had a housemate who got scurvy once. Yes. It's not <laughs> a gag. It's a true no, story. I've heard the story several times. It's not for this show. It's what it is. It's, um, yeah, she's like oh I don't want to go on the cruise because we're going to have steak and he's like oh well it's very true to what the pilgrims would have had because they only had dry beef on the Mayflower. It's mm. very one note in the And I'm like mate have you ever played Zelda? Like just fuck anything you know what I mean? Have you ever seen you 2 in concert? I wouldn't go but it's summer you know what I mean? <laughs> like have you ever just been outside and kicked a ball at a child's face? Just anything just something not just constant like you know his man and yeah, dad. Yeah, he needs like, a, a carpe that at DM, doesn't he? he does. There's a community even, episode. Even involved, uh, Indiana Jones got it wet, you know. Yeah, like you're 28 years old, Everett. I'm sorry we called you Everett, but we're a big fan <laughs> of Kenny Everett. <laughs> Um, in the best possible in the best possible way but like you just spend all your time in your room (laughs) with your chip fryer looking at soil you'll never meet a girl like that (sighs) the only women he's gonna meet uh ancient ghosts of pocahontas or something can you put this i think i've seen that film actually can you put this pilgrim outfit on for me please (laughs) (laughs) can you have all your teeth drop out for malnutrition uh, she says that she is empowered by her autonomy and hates her family. She mentions autonomy a lot. Yeah, her parents got divorced. She hates her dad and Thanksgiving feels false as a result. She also mentions that she works for Ruth Bader Ginsburg and his, his dad knows about the Supreme Court. So they bond over that, sort of. Yeah, um, I didn't know Diana Ross was ever a judge. Hey, oh! <laughs> 
I worked for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Clang. I mean, yeah. what a fucking. I mean, you could. I bet. I bet the writers couldn't name another. Uh, but they did I, because his dad worked for another. I didn't know who it was. Oh, but right. Okay. Dropping oh, Ruth Bader Danny Ginsburg Jets is. <laughs> it's a very. It's a liberal tag on this film, isn't it? For Battenberg Jones. Yeah. Um, which which makes sense marketing wise for them, I guess. But yeah, whatever. Um, he wanted to talk. Uh, wanted to talk to his oh, class. Well, tomorrow I've got wants... to deliver a, a, a presentation about the Supreme Court, but I haven't done any prep for it. You'll do it, won't you? And she's like, nah, mate. And he goes, oh, I'll tell that story about the cockroaches. He's like, sweet, I'm in. It's, it's... And, and she, oh, she, she, boy, isn't that a good story? Yeah, she, she talks for a minute and a half, and a minute and 20 seconds of that is about cockroaches. cockroaches. I would love to have known what our students' notes were at that point. <laughs> well, that, that one kid goes, uh, hey, tell us how they got rid of the cockroaches. He's like, uh, I don't know, they're still in Parliament. Wah, wah. Oh, she goes, <laughs> chemical warfare, chemical warfare, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she goes back home and Rick's on the doorstep, um, feeling jealous as he as he might do. See, um, he's angry about the hasn't, date. Hasn't he met with uh, the, the the saucy pilgrim lady? And yeah, they've, like, they have come up with a scheme, like because they're I both don't think they've done like, that yet, but they have met together, aren't they? Because I thought like he's come back because he's like, if the government offered to buy it, we can pay more to keep it. I think that's yes. what they say. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Like, you can't. If the government want to take it, they'll just take it. It's not a question of money. They'll just give you no money and they'll just take it. That's eminent domain. They'll just take it off you. Like, but he's like, I could give them more money and then we could turn it into a fun fair. And and then like, ha ha ha. And I honestly thought when she got there, he's changed the locks or something. Like, something fun. Yeah. Nah. He's just stood there outside like a wet end. Like, She's like, well, fuck off. And I was like, oh, she's broken up with him. She hasn't. But oh. uh, anyway. Because <laughs> he comes in and he's like, right, come on, get your shit together. We're getting on this uh, this cruise, aren't we? And she's like, no, I'm not going on the cruise. He's like, ah, come on, steak. And she's like, that's it. I've had enough. <laughs> get out. We're breaking up. And he's like, oh, what? Because you're shagging Everett. And he's like, no. I just went and talked about cockroaches with him. And he's like, well, I don't know. That's as close to lovemaking as we're getting Hallmark films. The old cockroach story. It's got cock in it, you know. Yeah, that's to be confused with the old Roachford story. Mm. Your fog lights yeah. are on. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, so they This up, is when they break up. They? Yeah, so Ashley and Rick meet after that and discuss oh. taking over the house, run it into ground for profit. Hostile takeover is mentioned. Yeah, and then I... bye. Bye, Rick, Ricky Tight Lips. Bye, sexy pilgrim. That's it. You never see him again. Never see them again. No. Steak boy and mouthy pilgrim, which might be the follow-up to Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. Um, um, as all go. of a sudden got a little bit sneaky, you could tell by the music, and nothing comes of it except for a line at the end. Well, I'll give him a good fucking talking to or something. Yeah, because I was like, oh well, we haven't heard the last of Rick, and I'm like, Thanksgiving House Two, Ricky Tight Lips takes over <laughs> the Rickening. <laughs> nice. She she rebounds pretty quickly because she and Everett plan a second date. Meet me at my mum's at six. Oh mate, uh, your mum's mum made so up. Though. His mum's made up. He's brought a girl home that's real. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they're loving it, yeah. She's yeah. not been built out of bits of rock that he's found somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to the date on my bike. Cardboard cutout, cardboard cutout of Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family Value, when she's got that pilgrim out. <laughs> uh, Rick, um, yeah. Rick oh, disappears. No, We're not, Rick's gone. Rick's gone. Yeah, he's got, I, I think there was something about the cruise. Um, he says, colour me gone. I don't understand what that means. He does say, colour me gone, and I didn't really get what that means. <laughs> Is he a pirate? <laughs> Colour me gone. I'm off to get some chowder. 
Uh, every if, yeah, Everest mum explains that uh, stuffing is gluten free because another family member has gone vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daft Uncle, uh, Daft Uncle Bob or whatever. Yeah, and tofu sweet rolls or something, whatever that is. Is, is that not? Um, they not a tofu version of testicles. No, sweet breads. All oh, right, okay. I think sweet rolls is just bread. That's I think it's just like you know, um, like the bread you get ice fingers, like, yeah, like yeah. an enriched dough. I think it's that. Why so why you, you put tofu, tofu in, in that? It? It's sense. got milk. It's got milk and egg in it because it's enriched dough in it. All right. That's okay. this date. I'm, am I right? And well, this date has just taken place at their house with his parents. Yeah, it's just it's tea. A... She's just gone around for a tea. First one they had pancakes. was in a restaurant. <laughs> shit, but um, and the second one, yeah, they go around and, and again, the mum's like, ah, have you spoke to your dad yet? Because he'll be dead soon, you know. She's like, fucking hell, I'm having me pudding. And she's she's like, yeah, my father. Well, uh, we didn't talk for a very long time, and then when uh, Everett was born, we started talking again, and that's okay because a year, as when he was a year old, he died. And Everett the line killed is, him. like many southern men, he lived large. And I've written, oh lordy, I wish I were so fat. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, said, he says as well, I, he, he couldn't wait to grandpa that boy. And I was like, can you use grandpa as a verb? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to grandpa you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All the Werther's original. Yeah, yeah. Take it out of the duck Ma- pond. Yeah. Mind you, they're doing all of this. Well, the two men. I just got to imagine dad a big fat dude in a white suit. <laughs> like, oh, mint juleps on the and Ben Yeas. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a hot one, boy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Mon cher. <laughs> Good image. I don't know when he became Gambit oh, from the X-Men. I'm, <laughs> I'm going, Grandpa, you're so hard, Cherie. He says. Um, yeah, and she's like, all right, well, maybe I'll speak to him. And he's like, well, you should, because Everett will kill him if you don't otherwise. He killed my dad. He's got a taste for it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he takes her upstairs. All right, yeah, we're getting somewhere here. Uh, shows her his research. Shows her his fucking rock collection, like a nerd. <laughs> my geode must be acknowledged. <laughs> oh, would you like to see my etching? It's like, ah, take your top off, love. Like, this is the bit where he shows her the map, isn't it? And he talks about 1621 again. This so, is where he shows his train of research that he's done, and yeah. he explains it in two minutes. I'm like, that's took you 17 years. <laughs> Little little bit of uh, information on 1621, gentlemen. Pope Paul V dies at the age of 70. Uh, the Swedish city of Gothenburg was founded. Nice. And the last baby beaver born on Exmoor until July the 13th, 2021. 400 oh. years with no beavers born on Exmoor. Oh. So there you go. And just lived there with sterile. I just assumed that they'd gone, go, run free on Exmoor. Oh, nice. Let them out of an old transit van. Exmoor. That's all I've got. <laughs> But yeah, he explains all this, and he's like, "This is my research. This is his Pepe de Silva like string wall." And he's like, "So at this, the local people, and there was a guy, and he had a book, and he was sending letters, and I've got a map because he was a cartographer, some yeah. shit, something very convenient." And he described the ground as being suspiciously lawn-like, where they yes. were holding the Thanksgiving dinner. It was very Corey. Mm. <laughs> so yes, we got other words to write with Corey. <laughs> Story <laughs> allegory. <laughs> Montessori. <laughs> uh, and she's like, take me, I'm yours. This level of in-depth <laughs> research you've done. Oh, wait till I get you up these stairs. I'll grandpa you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just you wait. I'm <sighs> and I'll sing songs at you and feed you rum. You pass out when I can watch Formula One. That's my granddad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I can't remember what happens after this. Uh, she leaves. She's like, this is bullshit. I thought I was going to at least get me front felt. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. It's not, what's it? Jacob Masterson, the master carpenter, didn't explain it in his book about how to do it with a lady girl. So, uh, I don't know. So she's like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna throw my own Thanksgiving party. This will get him interested. Um, And she's going to do it. And then Everett's mum comes over to redo the house for a Thanksgiving feast. And no, essentially comes, just invites herself round. She comes round to give her, because she doesn't know any recipes of, of business. She's not found business. any in a crate around back at any no, point. No, she's full of My Little Ponies and... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and she phones Victoria, goes, I'm having a fa- Thanksgiving and you're coming. And she's like, okay. Like, she's like, but this is, the, I've noticed that. Right? I don't think I've ever noticed this is that, like, the women in these films only ever have one other friend and it's someone yep. that works for them. Yep. Like, it's yes. nobody. They have no other female friends. And it's quite sad in a way. Um, it's what I imagine Deborah Meaden's like. <laughs> Uh, anywhere I hang my Thanksgiving apron is home. Uh, says, yep. says that woman. Uh, it's that old expression. Uh, somewhere Paul Young's weeping. Uh, <laughs> you know what they say when my Thanksgiving apron is home? <laughs> Any port in a storm. Uh, right. No, she goes around to give her these recipe cards. And she lays them all out. Because they've always got them in a little tin, which is weird. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, and she goes, that's all you need. She's laid them out. They're all colour-coded as well, which I thought was quite good. And she's like, that's all you'll need. And she says, how many are you cooking for? Like, oh, just two. And I'd be like, two? I've come round here. And you're cooking two people. Get a frozen, get a pizza. Jesus. Yeah. Get, get like, a Mexican. What to cook for you? <laughs> well, that as well. Um, and she's like, I've got an idea. Why don't we come round here and we'll cook together? And she's like, eh, eh, I don't know about that. She was like, my house full of people. <laughs> I was like, and she's like, have you spoke to your dad yet as well? And I'm like, fucking oh, let it go. Leave me alone. Let it go. I'll do it in my own but, good time. Yes, she has because Mary's dad turns up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the next day or whatever it is, Thanksgiving Day is, Victoria's there, but she's not helping them. She's off the clock. She's like, make your own food. I'm going to go and watch football with boys. Because again, all the women cook, all the men drink mm-hmm. beer and watch football, American yep. football and worse. And it's a knock at the door and it's Mary's dad. And he's like, hello. <laughs> it's just like this weird thing. And he, they come in and they're all like, oh, hello, Mary's dad. Here, come and sit down. Um, like, Oh, Let's good! You've invited Spence. <laughs> really special. Yeah, Thanks. well, he's, you know, Frank Black might show up later. He said he was going <laughs> to. Yeah, um, Uncle Bill he... turns up as well with like five people. I'm like, what is this? Where well, are all these people showing up? From? Yeah, um, John. John is her dad's name. Uh, yeah, they so, have a yeah, tense conversation, don't they? So yeah, he has basically she's like, I don't think I can forgive you because of what you did. You left. And he's like, It was the biggest mistake I ever made. And I don't know, did they just get tired of you? Or like Z shagging about or like, Yeah, know? that I don't think that's ever mentioned because I, I I haven't got anything here for it. And no. I thought, Oh, someone else will have that. No, they, I don't, nope. yeah. No, she just goes, and it was the biggest mistake I ever made leaving your mother. So I think they just got bored of each other. Uh and he's like, But like I never stopped loving you. And it's like this bit was genuinely like, Oh, this is quite nice, quite like well, it is, but then he's not really learned anything, has he? Because she says uh, the least you can do is chop the ends off these green beans and then slice them <laughs> diagonally, and he doesn't even do that. No, he just slices like, them diagonally he just, he to the ends in there. Through them, well, she's piling up like some couscous or something. She just loves making piles food. Like I, I would have been a lot beige. more into this if if it wasn't twenty different films all crammed into one film. Like there's so many half storylines. Yes. 
I said, when her dad appears, we lose the uh, the Rick and Pilgrim story. Yeah. It's like, we can only have one thing happening at yeah. a time. And he went, yeah. Because, yeah and, but it's that, it's that horrible thing as well. It's like, oh, well, can you cut those beans? And he goes, and they both go, ends off diagonal. And I'm like, that's yeah. not a catchphrase. What's that? Yeah, what is it? No. <laughs> Do you remember when we always used to cut beans together, Father? Ah, many of the... It's... I'll cut many a bean. <laughs> Stop it. I see where you're going and I don't like it. <laughs> That's why she moved to Boston. She's obsessed with beans. Yeah, it's the Wind City. <laughs> Bean Town. She gives a Thanksgiving speech uh, about how, I don't know, something like the Pilgrim Fathers and the Native Americans broke bread together, and that's what they're doing now. Um, somebody's got a road bread bun on a plate. I'm like, what yeah. meal is this? It's, it's got stuffing. It's got steak, I think. It's got steak. beans, definitely. <laughs> it's no, got there's bread like a turkey buns. in there as well, because the dad's cutting that up, and he's like, pass your plate. And I'm like, this is awful. Put all my stuff on a plate, and then put my plate down. I don't want an assembly line style production, because then bowls no. are going to be hot. She's holding that bowl of mashed potatoes for ages. It burns yeah. your fingers. It weighs of nothing. Uh, no uh, big salad then... either. Minus one point. Everett's... Everett says, oh, we didn't want to really like tear up your place. You could just have this blue plaque. Um, and also, I've made you a swing. Um, oh, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, close your eyes. They go, well, she's like, oh, well, if they want, she sort of says, basically, if they want it for a historical thingy, then I'm prepared to you know, let them have the house. And he's like, no, nah, we'll put the blue plaque up. Close your eyes and come outside with me. Right? He's made this swing. He's wrapped a load of leaves around it as well because they're obsessed mm-hmm. like the Tarzan in this film. And then like, she sits and goes, oh, how did you know? I looked at, you know, when I was looking at all them photos going, who's this? I got the idea then. <laughs> and then she sits on it and he stands next to her and just stares at her. Yeah. And I was like, give her a push. See if he can get her way over the top. <laughs> if, if anything, it was weirder once he'd given her a push and infantilized her. Uh, oh, but shit. I, yeah. And they're on a swing, whereas my understanding of, of all of any, any holiday is that they should actually be falling asleep on the sofa, hammered on baby shaman snowballs. Yeah. And that's how these things go, right? You've eaten more food than you've ever eaten in your life. Yeah. Right? And then you've had like, yeah, so much advocat, right? Because the yeah. only time of year you get it, isn't it? Oh, you've had sherry. Cause it's oh, like yes, please. A, li- yeah. a liter and a half QC yeah. for like. A port. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, right? And then you put Doctor Who on, or you put Shrek on. Shrek's normally on, isn't it? Like, <laughs> and you fall asleep, and you wake up with time for Christmas Day, and then you go and make sandwiches out of all the leftover stuff, and start the whole process again. Maybe top of Quality Street, or like celebrations in between, if your blood sugar's running at all. <laughs> Dangerously like, low. If your blood's moving at any point through your, through your veins. You've got to stop it. But having seen like American uh, Thanksgiving, it's like something that always freaks me out with sweet potatoes and marshmallow. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Like, yeah, you put like mashed sweet potato, and then you put like tiny marshmallows on top and then like you you flambe it or something don't you yeah. grill it okay and it gives it a sort of sponginess i mean it sounds disgusting but uh, yeah give it a go. like turkey is shite meat anyway it's the worst of all these. yeah <laughs> so why you'd want that and then like i'm not a big fan of sunday roast anyway but would be better if i'd have had a steak yeah well you should have gone on the cruise with him then i can't believe you didn't ricky tyrips <laughs> yeah he's took he's took the pilgrim with him oh of course he has. revenge on the high seas <laughs> Yeah, the so there's the ship it ends with them colour yeah. me leaving. <laughs> <laughs> they kiss, he gives her a push, it's a bit weird. And I'm like, what about Rick and Ashley then? And they're talking about how nefarious they are all the time. Hmm. Her dad, the samples, the perverted postmaster. What about well, any of them? None of it. What he should have done as well was twist the um swing round and round and then let go so she could oh, yeah. spinny round in a circle. <laughs> that would have been funnier. Yeah, and that's it. That was the end of it. They do a kiss, they have a swing. And then it goes, Rick will return. 
the Revenge of Rick. Yeah, Rick Dangerous. And that, Rick that's Roll. The the, that's the end of the film. Um, I, I didn't mind it, but it felt like in the third act, it lost its way because they just went... Yeah, definitely. Fuck it, we don't know how to end this. Um, yeah. Was it the was it the place where they had the meal? Don't know. The samples never came back, so we don't know. Um, did he even, did, did Quincy even send them? Or did he have sex? No, he was them? like, fuck it, I'll just make, I'll just make a blue plaque. And oh, it says... Uh, you know, uh, impending interpretation of the site. Uh, it's probably just blank text. Garbage. But yeah, no, I mean, like, the, the making amends with her father thing quite nice. It, it was something different, what we haven't thought. Yeah, I, I mean, it quite... needed a dad to come in earlier for him yeah. to be a character for them to make up, and it, it, you can't just put somebody in the concluding bit and then, it, yeah, it work out. But yeah, so, yeah, that's why I gave it four bronze sugar slugs. Oh, uh, Mark? Uh, two bronze uh, bean towns. Oh. I hated it. I hated it. Oh, okay. I'm going to go one pot made of undescribed animal. <laughs> I thought it was all right. It just, yeah, it's lost way at the end. It, it, is it Suits? Is this what Suits is? What are you on about? The TV show Suits. Oh, is I've that what this is? It. Is this Suits? Is that the one with... Was she um, Suits? Margalee. Not Margalee. Meghan Markle. Yeah. It? Yeah. Which one it. of them is Suits? Well, stop saying suits. <laughs> I need to know. They're all suits. Listeners, Each and hook a brother one. up. Tell us, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, what? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs> yes, so that was The Thanksgiving House 2013, or, if you prefer, Legally Tender. Same year as Chip Cobra versus The Alamo 2013, yeah. which oh, we've also okay, watched. So. A Christmas bounty. Oh, that was the bounty hunter one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, oh no, with the, yeah. with the uh, yeah. water bottle factory. Uh, <laughs> and the, Miz, the wrestler in it as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alone for Christmas, 2013. And oh, I don't know why I'm saying the year because they're all 2013. And Land Shark, everyone. Oh, brilliant! Oh, jeez, yeah. this makes. Land so Shark. go check them out. <laughs> what a year of film! I think that's probably the most uh, films we've ever watched of a given year. Anyway, yeah, yeah. no budgetary information because I believe this was straight to TV. Uh, it was filmed in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. And then in California, probably where the officers are or something. Um, somebody's helpfully noted that the event that Americans commonly call the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World in October 1621. So the one that I think most people celebrate is the date a couple of years later. I think there was a few of them or something. Um, but this is relating to the actual first to the 1621 thanksgiving or something because he mentions like the ship margaret or something which is an awful name for a ship yeah, but yeah there we go <laughs> it was directed by kevin connor a british director who from the mid-70s worked at pinewood shepperton l street and twickenham studios he's the one that did the land that time forgot Oh, that was proper bust. Yeah, uh, the one that's on like um, what the dub and everything uh, at the Earth's core and the Warlord of Atlantis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was look him up. Of Atlantis. I don't know how he. Well, he sort of segued into just doing easy stuff. I think for Hallmark, uh, where he is joined by the writers Gene Abounder, which is which is <laughs> yes, he's a bounder, a bounder and a cad. A cad. <laughs> And G.B. White, uh, also of The Christmas Ornament, A Ring by Spring, which I think Joe came up with, and latterly a film series called Big Sky River. Um, 
<laughs> so rivers in the sky. They had to they had to bottom that out with two films. So wow, uh, Mary up. was Mary was played by Emily Rose. Uh, she's done a lot of TV work, including Two and a Half Men, ER, and uh, some games as well. I think it was Death Standing and stuff like that. Oh, right. uh, skilled equestrian in both English and Western riding. Uh, I didn't know that those were two types Ooh. of riding. I thought it was country and western. Um, <laughs> it says on IMDb that she's looking forward to a role where her character rides horses. So this is awesome. Ride well, one, Emily. It's not hard. Yeah. We'll get uh, still, write you a script. still chasing that hoofy prospect. Uh, Everett Justin Bruning. Uh, again, mostly. She's like, for the casting coach, like, do you want English or western riding? And they went, I didn't know there was a difference. <laughs> Nobody. It's, no. There's no not, horses in Plymouth. It's one just not like jodhpurs in the other, like, chaps. That's the only difference. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, English chaps. Um, Everett was played by Justin Pruning, uh, mostly CV work again, including Grey's Anatomy, uh, and Christmas Hallmark films, The Reindeer Games, which intrigued me slightly, and Swept Up by Christmas. Uh, according to IMDb, he spent a summer inseminating animals on a farm. It turned out to be his worst job ever. Uh, clearly written by a fan. But I just like the fact that it turned out to be the worst job ever. Like, he thought yeah. that he was just inseminating yeah. animals wait, on wait, a wait, farm. Wait, 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 He was inseminating animals on a farm? Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> it, well, it depends what he was inseminating them with, yes. Um, oh, I thought he was. Like, yes, right. he was. In, in, he was. He spent a summer inseminating animals on a farm. Right. Prison. It's not a job. I've seen videos. <laughs> uh, so I can't remember what his parents oh, were called. Oh, in oh, it, sorry, so sorry, sorry, let's go back. Go he said he was in a film called The Reindeer Games. Not yes, not not, not Reindeer one. Games. Right, yeah, 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 not that's that one. I was going to say yeah. that's very different. <laughs> yeah, The Reindeer Games. Uh, it, uh, his dad in it. Oh, I can't remember what his dad was called. So I'll just oh, put okay. his Daddy Mathers. Uh, yes, Bruce Brock's Leitner. He's President Sheridan in Babylon Five and uh, in Tron as Mister Tron. Mr. Uh, Trump, the titular Mr. Trump. Yeah, Mr. Trump. <laughs> Babylon Five is a big pile of shit. Babylon. Yeah, there's Get a lot out. of spin-offs of that, and uh, yeah, he's President Sheridan in it. I've never watched it, but oh, the he's CGI in it. I was on an Amiga. That's the one thing I know about Babylon. Uh, the um, toaster, yeah, 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 electric toaster at school. He's also of, so you said yes, uh, 2015, which is a hallmark. Uh, owner of a bridal shop unknowingly falls in love with the son of her main competitor and then must thwart her rival's attempts to destroy their relationship. Uh, nah, sounds a bit too much like bridesmaids. I think there's a lot in that, though. I can't quite put my finger on what you're supposed to emphasize in the title. So you said yes. So you said yes. <laughs> so you. So you said, yes. <laughs> so you said <laughs> yes. Wow. That's, that's, also, that, that, that was oh, like God. the actor's studio, that, wasn't it? <laughs> it was improv. Uh, also of Transmorphers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, something to do with robot invaders attacking Earth, forcing a small band of humans to seek refuge below the surface of the planet. So that's new to me. Yeah, it's the it's champagne now. I'm the boss. Trans Transformers ripoff. Uh, from yeah. Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, got that. Yeah. Uh, I think I read somewhere that it was like the first straight to Blu-ray sci-fi thing or something. And Snakehead Terror, 2004. A small town desperate to recover from hard economic times is under threat when a voracious, rapacious uh, snakehead <laughs> fish mutate <laughs> and survive previous lake chemical poisoning. Uh, so that's got a lot of wind to 
it. Um, he's also written a book series. And you know what? I'm there for it. Oh, yeah, we've not done one in a while. He's also written his own book series, Frontier Earth, which is a sci fi, uh, I think it's a couple of books. One reviewer. Battlefield Earth, for my life. <laughs> I think it was 1989. So. Oh, LRH fucking ripped him off, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, one reviewer, because uh, I, I didn't have the time, obviously, to read those books, so I read a review of it, and the reviewer, in a retrospective of his work, described it as definitely not great. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's harsh, isn't it? Just oh. crushing. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're fine. Uh, Mummy Mothers uh, was played by Lindsay Wagner, a veteran actor known for her large, round, expressive blue eyes. Uh, famous for Return of the Six Million Dollar Man. What? I didn't know where you were going with that. A big round. Please <laughs> be something that read it out. Uh, and the Bionic Woman um, that she was in as well. But, so, uh, big 70s and 80s actress. Uh, also, Bookaroo the movie, 2005. What? Yeah. yeah. What the? Yes. Put the banjo on the donkey it kicked. Is it, there's a film of that. I think that's what the plot is. Well, people just <laughs> piling shit on a donkey to collapse. <laughs> Voyage of Terror, 1998. So my personal favourite is Nightmare at Bitter Creek, 1988. Four women play a terrifying game of cat and mouse when they encounter a neo-Nazi hideout while making a trip through the Sierra Mountains. I mean, we wouldn't go to Bitter Creek, which is like a fun place to go. Like, let's go swimming in the, in the lake of death and night. No, I'm all right, thanks. Perhaps not. <laughs> no. uh, and finally, Ashley uh, was played by uh, Serena Vincent. Um, was Apparently was mayor the yellow power ranger i don't know if, if there's no way of verifying been, that must have been one of the latest must have been like dragon yeah or... yeah 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 uh, a breakout role as mark has picked up on in our chats was cabin fever uh but also she was in the surfer king 2006 which looks like it wants to restart like the surfer craze um clearly did not do that that kind of surf Rockahula. Yes. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sasquatch Mountain, 2006. Very big hallmark of greatness territory there. <laughs> and um, Everyone Wants to Be an Italian, 2007. Rick, it's I a case of mistaken... <laughs> it's a case of mistaken ethnicity, where two non-Italians pretend to be yeah. Italian to win each other's hearts in Boston's wow. North End. What? North End? Like, is that like Preston's North End? Preston's <laughs> <laughs> North End, Boston North End. Aye. Wow, I think, I think that's a future one because I want to see yeah. people doing bad Italian accents. Uh, yeah, um, I, I saw that and I lost my shit. Yeah, man, <laughs> rightly so. A case of uh, mistaken ethnicity is not a thing you should ever have to say out loud. No, it's also not a real thing. I mean, anyway, wasn't there an American woman who claimed she was like Native American? Turns out she put loads of fake tan on. Yes. She, oh, yeah. The, the woman that claimed she was black. Yeah. No. Was it black? There's a whole documentary yeah. about yeah. that. It's astonishing. Yeah. Sorry. I thought. Yeah. It's yeah. astonishing racism. The bus James Fax swings on into the sunset for another day. One out of ten. Where's the likability? By Tug three two five. <laughs> uh. He takes takes forty days of the year off to not tug. <laughs> oh, I thought that, that's not the countdown for tugging. <laughs> um, 
this movie takes a solid 40 minutes to give us any uh, any glimpse of Mary, the main character, being at all likeable or kind to anyone. Before this occurs, she takes pleasure in crushing insurance claims, smugly proclaims he has no interest in her family, dates a sleazeball with a personalised licence plate that says <laughs> mo money, and responds to yeah. every characters with sneers and sarcasm. Even her assist slash best friend question mark. It's one thing if she's supposed to be a Scrooge who is eventually redeemed, but the movie treats her as if we're supposed to like her right away. She gets the same empathetic treatment any other Hallmark heroine, when she's obviously the kind of person to cross over the street to avoid in real life. Everett, the charming, passionate, clumsy archaeologist, falls for Mary for reasons that are completely inexplicable. She's outright cruel to him. Actually, all the women in his life are cruel to him. He should probably move out of Plymouth. <laughs> Uh, I did enjoy, this was the bit, I did enjoy the one line in the movie when Bruce Boxleitner advises his son to go digital. I really hope that was a Tron joke. <laughs> More Tron references. Tug. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to watch this on one of the 40 days of the year when he was master. Or uh, well, maybe he was. Maybe he was very excited by Mr. Tron. That name again. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's it. Like... It, as Hallmark films go, it's one of the better ones I've seen in a while. But that ain't saying. I just, I just didn't think mm. she was likable, and I can't no. enjoy films where we're meant to like a protagonist that's not likable. Well, it shouldn't take that long for them to become likable. They can be hard at the start, but as yeah. soon as they get there, and the local coffee shop owner goes, "Oh, hun, have another donut," and yeah. then like, then they're like, "Oh, this town's great, and I can live here forever." Like, but like I said, for forty minutes, it was like threatening people with lawsuit like yeah when really she should be going i love your beignets hun yeah yeah just like your dead grandfather (laughs) (laughs) anyway um your favorite lines of film you like to talk about scurvy don't you like many southern men he lived large (laughs) coming over here with your rapacious eye What kind of an animal did this come from? Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, samples. Oh. Bye. Bye. Hollow tubes. I learned about hollow tubes.